RadioInfluence.com. Hey gang, welcome to another episode of the Gills Real Animals podcast, always presented by our good friends at Contender Boats. Again, super excited today, uh, so blessed to have so many great friends in the fishing industry and, and people that I absolutely love interviewing. We've actually done a podcast with this Hall of Famer before. She wasn't a Hall of Famer at the time, but now she's a now she's a Hall of Famer. She is also our CCA Florida Star Tournament Director. She is a uh, a phenomenal angler, uh, a, a great person, a, a friend of mine for good God, twenty five years now, and uh, just uh, somebody that I I love to chat with and get caught up with. And uh, again, she is Hall of Famer Captain Lisa Fitzgerald. How are you, my friend? Well, I am doing great, Uh, Mike, and thank you. I mean, you know, friends like you are how things get done and how people achieve their goals. And, you know, just I'm I'm truly feel blessed and fortunate to have so many good friends like you and others in the industry. Well, again, you you've uh, you've earned your place uh, for those that don't know. Uh, Captain Lisa has been inducted into into the Florida Sports Hall of Fame. She is uh, the first angler to be inducted, which I think is really, really cool. Um, just a, a super proud moment being a friend of yours and knowing your journey and and uh, all the things you've accomplished. Well-deserved, for sure. Um, I also believe uh, in my heart of hearts that the CCA Florida Star Tournament would not be what it is today if it was not for her efforts. Uh, great, um, great thinking, great decision making on the who's who at CCA Florida, bringing Lisa in to kind of spearhead the Fl- the uh, Florida Star Tournament. Uh, so we're going to talk about that a little bit, and uh, you know, I guess we probably should start with the Hall of Fame. So how is how is that? I mean, how is it when you wake up, like you wake up one day and you're just Captain Lisa Fitzgerald, Star Tournament Director, and then the next day you wake up and people have to like say, "What's up, Hall of Famer?" I mean, how does that change? How does that change one? I mean, I just think that's well, like really cool. Like you can just call me Hall of Famer. Know, that's great. It's so cool because. And, and, you know, I, I, I honestly have to, yeah, and I'm sure people have heard this, but I wasn't the winningest competitor on the planet and, or in Florida, um, you know, and uh, I, when I got the call, unbeknownst to me, my SO, my significant other and my wonderful support, uh, Lo Morrison, he had been contacted by one of the committee members for the induction committee, and they asked him for my resume. And, um, you know, I, on my resume, there are a lot of tournaments that I've won, but there were other things in there. And those things are, I believe, what, and not bragging, but what rounds out an individual, just like you, Mike, you do so much for the community. Um, I have for 20 years been engaged in um, educating women to the fishing sport and educating youth. And then, um, you know, working in the conservation arena, starting out 
with hunting, really, um, in the conservation side, always a member of CCA. Gosh, I think I've been a member 25 years or so. But I, I really started the conservation initiative with the National Wild Turkey Federation in helping with uh, our wild turkey populations and conservation there, youth education there. Um, and then it just morphed into, I was so disheartened by everything that was going on in Florida and in our environment um, when I came aboard with CCA. Now, this is nine years ago. I really wanted things to see. I wanted to see a change and make a difference. And, and I felt that's like what I was doing. So when they called me, and I got the call. I was actually, I think I was grocery shopping or something. Um, and they said, is this Captain Lisa Fitzgerald? I said, yes, it is. I'm thinking it's a spam call. I'm getting ready to hang up on them. And uh, they said, this is uh, Nick Doyle with the Florida Sports Hall of Fame induction committee. And I'm like, the What? And they said, the Florida Sports Hall of Fame Induction Committee. Well, I had known of them because I, I know several um, people who are involved with them. Um, one of my friends, Barry uh, Smith, who was also yep. inducted. Yep. So I'm like, okay, all right. Well, I'm thinking they want me to donate a fishing trip or they want me to help them raise funds. And they said, um, he said, congratulations, you have been selected as the first angler athlete to be recognized in the Florida Hall of Sports Hall of Fame. And I was just like, um, uh, I think you have the wrong person here. Uh, I don't, uh, you know, and then they told me just exactly what I just shared, which was, it's not all about winning. Sure. It's about promoting the sport. It's about your conservation efforts. It's education it's the entire rounded and how you represent the sport. And they thought I did it pretty good, I guess. Yeah, I think, well, and, and you know, I didn't get a phone call, but had they asked me, I'd have said, well, she's a heck of a choice. Because I think that's, if somebody asked me off the street or, or at an event or at a boat show or whatever, if somebody was said, you know, would you, you know, define Captain Lisa Fitzgerald for me, that would be what I would say. Now I've been on the boat with you. I fished against you, and I fished with you. So I, I would I would start that conversation with competitor, um, because you're very competitive. Um, but I, I, you know, in a field in a field of predominantly, you know, male professional redfish tournament anglers, there was never a tournament that I was at, and you and I fished the tour pretty hard at the same times in our career. There was never yeah. a time that I looked over and thought, well, there's a team we don't have to worry about. That never, ever crossed our mind. We knew that you well, guys, we knew you that you that. guys, we knew that you guys could catch fish. We knew that you guys were capable. Um, so, and then I, then I think, I think that's the, I think to me, it gave the Florida Sports Hall of Fame for me personally, a little more respect because that's what it should be. It should be about, about an angler who isn't just doing what they do on the water, but living that lifestyle, you know, to its fullest, taking home, 
what you learned that day on the water, the conservation, the heart, the passion. Um, you know, you're obviously you're a great hunter, um, you know, killing turkeys and big bucks and all kinds of stuff. So, um, I just think it's a, it's a, it's a great honor. And, and, you know, as a friend of yours, I'm just thrilled for you. So, and I'm going to continue to just, you know, like I told you when I first ran into you afterwards, I'm just, you know, people are like, you know, Lisa Fitzgerald, I mean, you mean Hall of Famer? I mean, yeah, I know her. I know Hall of Famer. It's great. Funny. Um, The other morning I walked into a Wawa up in Crystal River and I'm going to get a cup of coffee. And this guy goes, hey there, Hall of Famer. <laughs> I love and it. I looked at him and I'm like, I, I don't know him. <laughs> and he says, yeah. He goes, you know, I listened to the real animals on Saturday. <laughs> and I know who you are. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> thank you. That's all he we, um, we talk about. I'm going to follow you on social media, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's how we uh, That's how we talk about you, my friend. So, so, so you said nine nine years at CCA. Are we? We're headed for season nine. We're headed for season ten. We're headed for season. season? Yes, yes. Um, I started with them. We're going into our ninth year right, that's what of I okay. Star. Yep, season. Yeah, nine. and let me just tell you, um, you know, and every year just gets more gratifying, bigger, better, um, getting more things accomplished, seeing so much more, seeing people understand why this tournament makes sense. And it's a little complicated, yes, but it's all about how you handle the fish, the conservation of it, not keeping every fish you catch, I am not opposed, and nor is CCA opposed, to someone keeping fish for dinner. Sure. But everything in moderation. You yeah. don't have to keep your catch. Yeah. The, the, you don't have to keep everything. The days of the days of filling the cooler just to fill the cooler and then fill the freezer to me, um, you know, are just they're just gone and they're just silly and they're things we should be we should be past that as outdoorsmen now. We should be and again, I, I clean fish. You know, I'm a charter captain, so I clean fish right. for customers and I clean fish for, you know, every now and then, you know, my lovely bride will call me up and say, hey, you know, we could use a little something for dinner if you get lucky today and boom, you know, catch a nice fish that's going to be great on the grill that night and we're we're filleting and grilling, but I'm eating that fish fresh. I'm not putting it in the freezer. So, you know, and then too, you know, that when we talk about conservation, I think people sometimes get the, the feeling that we're only talking about not keeping fish. There's more to conservation than that. And I I think it's important that people think that way because we have a lot of fish that you can catch out of season. So how you, how you catch and how you release that fish back into the estuary, that's conservation as well. Exactly. And you know, um, I work with a really great group of, um, Sponsors and individuals who, that's what the tournament is about, catch and release. And um, Danco stepped up big and gave us release tools. So anywhere I go, if I'm coming to a seminar, if I'm going somewhere, I'm giving away release tools and asking people, don't bring those fish into the boat. Just take the release tool, slide it down to the belly of the hook. Turn the line upside down, give it a wiggle, and you never have to get your hands slimy, the boat slimy, 
and that fish goes right back into the water. That's perfect. That makes a big that makes a big difference. I mean, it, it, it the, the mortality rate on the fish we handle is just a little bit too high for me. Um, so the less we can handle them, the better. And again, I, you know, I do it on the TV show and all that. Getting your hands wet before you handle the fish. There's some ways to make that process, you know, so you can still get a picture of that big fish you caught and get it back into the estuary, uh, you know, release safely is is something that I think everybody should work on. So, so what what else is what's new? What else is new for CCA Star Tournament? So. For those that don't know, it's a $75 entry fee. That includes your one-year CCA membership, or it's $40 if you're already a CCA member, which every time I tell people that, I like to say, whether I'm on the radio or here on the podcast, you should already be a CCA member. Um, <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> but, um, you know, if you're not, then it's just $75, which, again, is cheap. That money's going to CCA Florida. That money's going to your estuary, where you like to spend a bunch of your time and a bunch of your energy. So, um I think that's a good thing, but but what's new for the tournament in 2023? Is there anything um, you know changed from from 2022? Well, you know, um, actually, so many people have said, you know, they finally understand the program. We're keeping it pretty much um, the same. Okay. We will have a contender. Nice. <laughs> Excuse me, a spider. And a Pathfinder. Okay. To give away for tagged redfish. Cool. We'll once again have a superstar tagged redfish, and we will have a youth tagged redfish. So there are some really significant prizes half a million dollars in prizes. That's great. Still $100,000 in college scholarships every year. And, and, you know, real tree fishing has been. <laughs> for those for those listening, poor, poor Miss Lisa has been just getting over not feeling well. So uh, we have to give her a little bit of a, a little bit of a break today. She's she's uh, bearing down yeah. to get our podcast in here and she's just getting over a little bit of an illness. So we appreciate you hanging in there. Well, and I appreciate you understanding and I apologize and just let me let everyone know you can't catch it through listening to a podcast. <laughs> That's right. There you go. You're so safe. We're all good there. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, you know, we've got real tree fishing that is still just a huge supporter of the event. Um, they, their motto, friends, family first. I mean, it's just, it's amazing how so many organizations are starting. I, I almost, it's almost like a, I don't want to call it a renaissance, but everybody seems to be coming back to core values, back to the old ways, back to things that are, are less complicated. And, and, and it's so wonderful to see how fishing actually gets people engaged in learning things about one another because you're spending a lot of time on a boat with someone sure. that to me is, is the best way to get to know someone is get on a boat with them. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what you, you say, you say that. And in my brain, I think, I think that's so true because it's, you know, you're in a, you're in a captive space, but you know, you can do the same thing on a pier. You can do the same thing oh, yeah. fishing from a bridge. You can do the same or thing. Kayak. 
fishing kayak fishing or wade fishing or sitting on a pond somewhere just sitting down in the grass fishing with your son your daughter your grandson you know the neighbor kid um there's still a way to reach people through the sport of fishing and, and you don't necessarily have to be on a boat but I, I i know where you were going i just want people to you know that are listening maybe we got listeners that don't have a boat and and, and you know we don't, i don't want to direct this all towards the boat world i mean the boat world's great oh, I, no. I love my boat but fishing is one of those sports where you know with the andy griffin show they they they're walking with rods and reels just to the lake just to spend time together. This has been part of our culture forever. And I think it's a place we need to get back to um, that would help us out, you know, across the board. Well, and you know, Trace Atkins wrote a song that says she thinks we're just fishing. Right. And I can tell you, if you listen to the words, my goodness, it hits home. I can tell you, um, I don't know if you will remember, but my boys, when they were little, tiny ones were coming with me and they were pre-fishing with me. Um, you know, and I had them in the boat with me in Titusville and, um, I had them in Jacksonville, St. Augustine. Um, I I didn't take them out of the state, but I had them all over the state with me pre-fishing and they loved it because I would tell them, you know, yes, we're fishing together. Yes. You're helping me find fish, but if mom wins money, because you help me, you get a part of that. <laughs> right. No wonder, no wonder you beat me so many times. You had all that help. <laughs> I had, I had um, six. I had three sets of eyes, six eyes out there looking, and you know, I will tell you, if they saw me packing up the boat, they're like, "Are we getting to go, Mom?" <laughs> That's you great. know, so it, it was funny because I they wouldn't even be awake. I'd be carrying them out to the truck, put them in the truck, go to the boat ramp. And back then, you didn't get in trouble for it. But now I'm sure child services would be called on someone. My big ranger had that big live well. Yep. I made sure the seacock was turned off, and I put him down inside the live well. (laughs) And one would be with his back to one side and the other knees facing each other. I'd look in there through the plexiglass, and they'd have their heads boinked (laughs) against each other sound asleep. That's hysterical. I mean, it, it, these are the things, memories you can't recreate sitting in front of a television no or on a computer or playing video games. Um, you know, it's just, it's those things. But it's not just fishing. It's being in the outdoors, taking a hike, um, riding a bike, doing so many different things. I just think um, if nothing other than just us getting back to the basics from, um, you know, the um, COVID situation. I think that's one of the silver linings that came out of that. Yeah, for sure. No doubt. So, so most of our CCA Florida star tournament for 2023 is going to stay the same, which is all good. Let me ask you another yeah. question because it, it, and it, it just it blows my mind. The amount of fishy people out there who spend so much time on the water and they don't really understand CCA Florida. What's new? What's new with CCA Florida for those people who just, you know, love the podcast and they're listening and enjoying our conversation, but they still don't really understand what CCA Florida does. What is the money that comes from our tournament? All the great partners and sponsors. What does that money go for, for the listeners? 
Holy cow. How long is our podcast? Well, I know. Because well, you're going <laughs> gonna to have to kind of, you know, put it together here in the next five minutes or so, but I, 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 I got faith in I will try and be really concise. <laughs> um, what I will tell you is there are um, many facets to CCA. We have an advocacy side, water quality, habitat restoration. And I'm going to tell you, most importantly, um, all three of them are important. All three of them we are, are, are great at. But I would tell you over the last 10 years, we have excelled in the habitat restoration and working on habitat projects that improve water quality. And here's where I'll start with that. Um, we have our oyster um, bed renourishment, shoreline stabilization uh, has been incredible. If you look at Panarasa, if you look at Charlotte Harbor, look at the Indian River Lagoon, and you see the oyster projects that are in these areas, they, they are either fully funded or initiated by Coastal Conservation Association Florida in partnership with other organizations. There's over 80,000 tons of oysters that we have gathered and have curing in the center part of the state. It's hard to come by substrate, good substrate that can be put back into our waters, waterways. Our volunteers and partnerships with restaurants and bars throughout the central part of and South Florida have gathered when you go to have oysters from wherever they come from. They're shucked and put into barrels. Our volunteers gather those, take them to Apopka. We put them out in the sun to cure. After six months of curing, those oysters can go back into the water. And guess what? Baby oysters know their mama and know that substrate, and they attach to that within days. That's awesome. Whereas other materials, it can take weeks. That's great. Yeah. So that's one of our big projects. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Keep keep no keep rolling. It's it just it, no. I was going to say the other one is our clam um, restoration project in the Indian River Lagoon, Sarasota Bay. Millions and millions. I believe it's over fifty million clams have been put back into the coastal waters of East Coast in the Indian River Lagoon, North in the Mosquito Lagoon. Um, all of these different areas, and then over in Sarasota Bay. That's in conjunction. That's the, in conjunction with Blair, right? With Blair's project. That's that's Blair's project. Right. Blair and I were on a boat one day, and he's talking about the clams, and he says, "I just I don't know how to get a project going." And I said, "Well, hey, let's go to my office. Let's get with who we need to get with, and we together put Whitney Labs CCA together." and then started working to get these clams. And they're super clams. They're not just any old clam. They're clams that have survived the demise of the water quality in the Indian River Lagoon. So those clams are a special genetics that can actually survive, and I hate to use this word, but crappy water. Right. That's <laughs> the right word. And <laughs> Yes. I was going to use another word that began with an S, but I'll keep it... Uh, I'll keep it family friendly. That's all good. Crap is better, yeah. Um, so staying in crappy water. And the important thing about these two initiatives, 
Both of these are not only habitat restoration, but they're also water quality initiatives because every mature oyster can filter up to 50 gallons of water a day and the same way with clams. Oysters form oyster bars and are a significant part. The organisms that live on those bars are a huge part of our redfish diet, as well as many other species. And you look at clams, and the important thing about clams, and I'm going to use the word defecation. If you don't know what it means, it means poop. Clam poop is amazing fertilizer. So when you find healthy grasses, underneath that grass is generally a really great clam bed. So clams help the grasses to reestablish. It's great. When we did the we did the podcast with Blair and, and here, it's been a while now, and uh, you're making me want to get caught up with Blair as well. Um, but, it, you know, the passion he had to get that thing off the ground, and then if you, you know, I'm so glad he ended up getting with you, someone with the connections and the know-how and the passion as well to get that thing off the ground. Because for those that have never fished Mosquito Lagoon, what an absolutely incredible estuary. When it's, when it's right... When the lagoon is right, it is such a great place to fish. Some of my greatest memories on tour were days when we caught 25 or 30 redfish, you know, um, there at Whale Tail and, and, and the other spots. Oh, yeah. I mean, just, you know, pull up on a, on a bar there and you'd have tailing redfish for just about as far as you could see. I mean, it was some absolutely epic fishing. So, you know, I've got a picture somewhere of me and Bill Geesking from Pepin Distributing uh, on the bow of a boat during a launch. We're both hooked up on redfish, and there's a launch at the Space Center behind us in the photo. Oh, what an amazing yeah, it was a crazy, photo. Crazy Holy. photo. Yeah, it was a crazy photo. I'm like, that's good timing right there. When you can hook up and then you got the uh, shuttle takeoff, you're like, yeah, this is pretty cool. So um, that's a neat fishery. And, 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 you know, there's just, you know, the restocking programs that CCA does. I, I just... I just don't I was think just going to get into that one <laughs> I... as well. Restocking reefs. I mean, and it's not just redfish that we're restocking, and it's not just the West Coast. Right. We're over on the East Coast releasing fish as well. I mean, Mike, there is so many great things that our organization is fostering, and the one thing that we are lacking, the one thing, is support from our fishing community i agree we have nineteen thousand members do you know how many saltwater fishing licenses are sold over 1.8 million saltwater fishing licenses and we only have nineteen thousand members that only spend 35 dollars or volunteer anytime that i mean if you're listening and you're not a cca member shame on you and I don't want to, you know, guilt anyone, but I holy do. cow! I want to guilt them. <laughs> I want to guilt them all because I, I'm, I've been, you know, the poor, the the poor folks that follow the radio show and the podcast, you know, they get tired of hearing it. But it blows my mind that we don't have three or four million members of CCA in Florida alone. Alone, and alone. you know, Pinellas we are County, not, the whole me, entire, all of Pinellas County should be a member. You're surrounded by water, damn near. The whole thing. Yeah. And even if you don't fish a lot, if you just own a home on the water, 
and you don't want that water behind your house to start to look and smell bad and you you enjoy watching the fish. I mean, that's where we're headed. If we don't come together as a group and make, you know, make a a difference I just, it, it's the biggest head scratcher on the planet to me. I cannot for the life of me figure out how guys will spend, you know, $180,000 on a bay boat, another 15 or 20 grand on gear, and then not spend $35 to become a member of CCA Florida. I don't get it. You know, it, 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 it's mind boggling, but you know what? Sometimes, sometimes I will say, you know, we're not the coolest organization on the planet. We, you know, we don't, um, we don't, we're not hip. We're not any of that, but we are making a difference with the individuals that we have helping us. And if you want to be that, person who at the end of the day can look in the mirror and say, I did something good today. Um, you know, joining our organization makes a lot of sense. Um, we, we, we walk softly and carry a big stick. I mean, you should look at $8.4 million in habitat restoration projects throughout the coastal waters of Florida, not just one small region, that's the Panhandle. That's Jacksonville. That's the Florida Keys. Um, all of the area on the West Coast, much of the East Coast. But please remember, there are um, sanctuaries and federal waters that we are not able to do good work in because of federal permitting. But we do as much as we can. But we don't have the force that we need. We need that support. And the more you support us, the greater our works can be and the better we can become. The, better, the bigger the voice, the more apt we are to get the politicians to listen. You know, when you're, when you're, when you're going to a, to, a, a, you know, to a politician and trying to get them to vote a certain way, you know, they, they're not going to look at the numbers of CCA members nationally and think that that number matters. That number needs to be six, seven, eight, ten million. And it should be easy based on the amount of coastal families that we have in the United States. I mean, the Carolinas all the way around to Texas. I mean, you know, there's, I don't know. It's one of those things that just is mind boggling. All I know is, you know, people like you and I keep beating the drum and doing the work we can do. Hopefully more and more people will, will, you know, take our word and and get involved and make a difference, do their homework and, 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 you know, become a part of it. So how do people get signed up for the CCA Florida Star Tournament? They can go to our website at ccaflstar.com. You can register for the competition right there. You become a member as well. And I, I would implore you, if you are currently a CCA member, what a great gift for a birthday, an anniversary, um, you know, Christmas or a holiday. If you're looking for a gift to give, give the gift of a membership. It keeps giving because we send information and we educate these individuals that need to know about what's going on in our, our, our local waters. Absolutely. And I don't beat this drum on a weekly basis on the radio shows and then here on the podcast without being a life member. I'm a life member of CCA Florida uh, and for good reason because I think it's a great cause. I think they do great things. I don't always agree with sometimes the speed in which we work, sometimes every little thing that we, you know, every I that gets dotted, and that's okay. But when you look at the big picture, 
the big picture of what CCA Florida does for our estuaries, it's a no-brainer to become a member and be a part of it. Captain Lisa Fitzgerald, one of my favorite people on the planet, my friend who I just call Hall of Famer now. Um, <laughs> I, I appreciate Well, I, appreciate I can it. tell you, you are one of my favorite people on the planet as well. <laughs> and I can't tell you there's a, not a better advocate for the Coastal Conservation Association than, than Captain Mike Anderson. And you, sir, are um, definitely a testament to what other captains should aspire to be and other people in general. I appreciate you, my friend. We'll try and rock star together, all right? All right. Good Let's stuff. go fishing. Yeah, we'll go fishing. You and I got a date on the books here coming up soon. I look forward to seeing you as always, and, and thanks for giving us a little bit of your time today. Get rid of that cough, and uh, I look forward to seeing you on the water. All right. Take care, Mike. Well, I certainly hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Real Animals Podcast, the Gills Real Animals Podcast, which is always presented by Contender Boats. Captain Lisa Fitzgerald, my Hall of Famer friend, she's just a she's just a really, really neat person. Um, her passion for the outdoors and all that, you can hear it in her voice. Uh, I think CCA Florida did a phenomenal job hiring her. Um, she's talked with us before, and I, I just wanted to get everybody up to date uh, as we roll into 2023 here uh, for the CCA Florida Star Tournament. I think it's a it's something that we should all be a part of. We should all get involved in. If you love to fish as much as I do, there's no reason that you should not be a member of CCA Florida. You can sign up for the CCA Florida Star Tournament. Again, it's CCAFLSTAR.com. Uh, again, my good friend, Captain Lisa Fitzgerald, always a pleasure to talk to her. The Real Animals Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, RITampaBay.com, and Spotify. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. It's real important that you do that. It really helps us out if you enjoy the podcast. If you want to reach out to me, you can reach out on our social media outlets on Facebook at The Real Animals Fishing Show, on Instagram at Real Animals TV. Remember, we're kind of broadening our horizons here a little bit. I'm trying to do um, obviously it's a fishing podcast. I love fishing. It's, it's kind of who I am and what we do, but, uh, you know, business stuff, uh, some health and fitness stuff, some other stuff that I'm interested in. Uh, so we're going to be constantly, uh, doing some podcasts, uh, with, with new people and, and we certainly hope you enjoy them. And, uh, I definitely enjoyed today. Thanks for checking us out.